North Shore 1049, WBOQ Gloucester. And streaming worldwide on the North Shore 1049 app. It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 1049. Uh, yeah, I can't even talk. North Shore 1049, easy for you to say, harder for me to say. Oh, by the way, uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, I got a, a listener complaint who said that when we're chit-chatting back and forth, you should turn your microphone on because people want to hear you. Oh, it does. So it's extra, extra cost to hear your, you get paid by the syllable, apparently. Okay. Well, that's, that's fine. Okay. All right. All right. Good enough. Good to know. But somebody said, somebody said to me, uh, you know, he sounds like he's, uh, an interesting guy. I listened to him in the afternoon. How come he never says anything on your show? And I said, I don't know. He's tired. He's worked a lot. So I'm going with that. So uh, coming up on today's show, a little bit later, we're going to be talking with Ted Ryan. Ted Ryan is a automotive historian for Ford Motor Company, and Ford put out a, a list of their 10 favorite Mustang movie cars, and part of that was based on the fact that uh, the Ford Mustang is a... Uh, I had a birthday that not that a couple of weeks ago, I think it was. So uh, we're going to be talking to him about that. And uh, then we have some chit-chat of uh, kind of normal stuff we talk about, about what's going on in the automotive world. Also, I did my very first ever self-produced, self-filmed YouTube video uh, because we're trapped at home and uh, people have told me at work that I need to do stuff like this or else I'm going to get fired. That's not really true. That's But we are trying to do other stuff, so I... There was one one morning. It was kind of a nice morning, so I decided to wash uh, our Volkswagen, and uh, and I put it on YouTube. And I don't know. We'll we'll see what it does. So yeah, you can find you can find it on YouTube, and you can watch watch me wash a car. Which um, I used a couple different products in there, and uh, just kind of showed how, basically how to wash a car, which some people don't know how to do because. How often do you see, sometimes you see half a car, it's got mud on one side, and they don't clean it. So, hey, have you ever have you ever bought a set of snow tires and wheels, and you said, I'm going to do this to save some time and trouble, and then, you, you know, July comes around, and you still have the snow tires on because you haven't taken them off yet because you got busy and you haven't been able to do it. And Well, um, with us on the phone is Jay Conner. He uh, has a business... And I'm going to let him explain it, but it's basically a tire store that comes to you. Hey, Jay, good morning, and welcome to the Car Doctor program. Uh, good morning, John. So how did how did you go from what you did to what you do now? Uh, that's a great question. I guess uh, <laughs> I didn't like what I was doing enough to, to get me to start to look around for something else to do. And uh, being a car guy, looking in the automotive world, I, you know, have, have always looked for different ideas and things that would make sense. And 
I stumbled across this idea, I want to say December timeframe. And unlike most of the dumb ideas that I come up with, when I showed it to my wife, she thought it was a great idea. And when I showed it to friends and family, they thought it was a great idea. And, and you know, from there, I, you know, obviously pursued it further. And, and here I am. And the name of the company is? Tread Connection. Tread Connection, which... Um implies it has something to do with tires and basically you're bringing a mobile tire service to people's driveways right exactly and and uh yeah you said tread connection um not to be confused with thread connection i had a cousin who thought i was going to be supplying her with wholesale yarn that is not what we do it is tread connection tires have you ever have you ever yes. thought of a spin-off company that you know you could <laughs> do tire work and provide yarn it's on my list of things to do, John. Yeah, um, it's probably it's probably on that list of stuff your wife's going to say. What? What were you thinking? <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Um, well, I I, yeah, I have he, been known for a pile of creations with a very limited pile of things that were successes. So um, I understand what you mean. Uh, but uh, you know, I once upon a time. 35 or more years ago, I worked in different tire stores. And I also worked in truck tire stores. And, you know, the, the idea of mobile tire service was nothing new, but they were also, you know, at the time, split rims and now uh, tubeless tires. But you went out with, uh, uh, you know, you went out with a sledgehammer and pry bars, and it was, uh, it was a pretty intense sort of job to do. But you literally bring a tire store to people's houses if they need tires replaced. And you have a tire machine in your truck? Yeah, exactly. So, so the, you know, the service that you're describing, the truck, uh, tire service, that, that really hasn't changed. I mean, those guys, uh, you know, those are big truck based systems. You'll see those guys are all six, five and 300 pounds for a reason. It's still a, it's a heavy, manual labor kind of job it's frankly very dangerous and and all kidding aside people die uh changing truck tires the the and you know how dangerous that is yeah our system is it's it's a different animal altogether this is um a european high technology uh uh, electric uh, machinery Uh, this is the same exact tire equipment that you know when michelin is doing uh demonstrations uh you know their road show or the, yep. the Formula One teams when they they outfit their vans for travel across the globe they use this machinery. It's Corgi, C O R G H I. It's it's a high end Italian machinery. It it fits in the back of my van. But yeah, I can mount and balance a tire. It's touchless technology, which I mean we actually have to physically touch your tire and your wheel to obviously. Yep. But it, uh, it it never comes in contact with the face of the wheel. So, you know, we, we can do, uh, you know, run flat Corvette ZR, ZR1 wheels and tires. I, I did one for a gentleman in the, uh, Eastern Mass Corvette Club the other day. He watched intently with the, you know, couple thousand dollars worth of chrome wheels and just with, you know, a, a touch of a button, um, I'm able to, to change his wheels and tires with, without any damage to the, to the wheel. And then, yes, we have a, a laser balancer in as well. And, you know, it, in 45 minutes to an hour, in your driveway, uh, I've swapped over your tires or mounted your your brand new tires that you ordered online somewhere, and, and off we go. Yeah, um, and that's that's a really good point. And the technology, um, 
it was probably three years ago or four years ago I bought a set of tires and I had them delivered to my house with the intent that I was going to bring them somewhere to get them mounted. And as it turned out, I was going to a, a Votech school for a meeting, and I said to one of the instructors, hey, while I'm here, do you mind if I mount and balance a set of tires? And he was like, go ahead. And I walked up to the Corgi tire machine and said, I got no idea how to use this thing. Uh, because, you know, I looked at it, and I'm like, that doesn't look like a tire machine I ever saw before. Um, so it really, it really is... Um, you know, this technology where before there was a, a bar that spun around, it rubbed on the edge of the wheel, and and there was pressure that was put on the the, uh, the center of the wheel, and that's and that's not the case at all anymore. Like you said, it is it is touchless design. And in this world right now where people are trying to do more things without kind of getting too involved with the public, the idea that if you had a tire that needed to be repaired and, that, and that's one of the things a lot of people think of hey I, oh, I just saw a nail in my tire I'll just uh, I'll run it down to the gas station I'll throw a plug in it or I'll go to the auto parts store and I'll buy a plug kit and that's not the way to repair a tire the way to repair a tire is you fill the hole and you patch it from the inside and check it to make sure it's not damaged and that's the kind of stuff you can do right on site exactly I, I honestly I uh, I cringe I I you, you know, I'm, you, when you're a new business starting out, you're doing things for friends and family, and, and uh, you know, to start, and they're the, you know, the, the your uh, biggest cheerleaders and, and all of that. And and so, you know, I've done a few of my friends and family where you, you know, you're putting on their summer tires, and, and mm-hmm. I actually, I think there's a video on my Facebook page. I, I stopped by a friend's house the other day, and, you know, he had ordered brand new tires for his car, and his wife's tires were in the garage and i pulled them out and they looked pretty sketchy to be honest and i he was in the house on a conference call the way most clients would be when when i'm out in the driveway yep. and I, I sent him pictures and you know hey i don't think we should do this and you know you know he i'm on a conference call please put them on okay so i did All but right. to your point they had uh you know it had a gas station tire plug in it which is you know not great it has some the weathering on it so uh, but yeah we we would only do and from the inside tire repair um, you know, meets all of the, the tire yep. industry association standards. We're certified and, and, and we follow the best practices. And, and let's face it, I mean, given the, uh, you know, w- what's at, at stake here, your safety, your family safety, mm-hmm. or maybe somebody else on the road, you'd want it done right for the sake of, I think a tire store, you know, our version is 39 bucks and, and the gas station is going to charge you five. So for the sake of $35, I, I'd rather have it done right. I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and and I know in these days when that is done, and there's also you also have to be careful because so many cars today have tire pressure monitors, and um, if someone if someone's not paying attention, they could damage that. So all of a sudden now you get your tire repaired, and you you put it back on, and all of a sudden you drive down the street and the the tire pressure monitor light comes on, and you go, well, what happened? Well, it was somebody who was. Uh, you know, a little more forceful than they should have been trying to do something or, or, you know, who knows, who knows what as they were trying to plug it and maybe it was flat when they were trying. There's so many things that can go, go wrong. And since a tire is the only part of your car that ever touches the ground, you want to make sure the tires are in pretty good shape. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so part of, so if I went to Tire Rack and ordered four tires, um, 
Would I have them delivered to me? Would I have them delivered to you? Or how how would that work? And is Tire Rack one of the people, one of the places that you that you recommend doing? Or do you are are you able to do that for your customer? How does that work? So I mean, you know, we're tire agnostic. I mean, you know, we don't care where you get your tires. You can buy them on Craigslist, Amazon, eBay. Uh, but you know, yeah, we would prefer that you use a, a quality a place like Tire Rack. Um, mm-hmm. We are, we're, you know, authorized installers, recommended installers, in fact, for Tire Rack. You can choose to have them delivered to your house or, you know, I've had the last couple of customers that I've dealt with through Tire Rack have had them delivered here to my house. And, you know, once I have them in hand, we go ahead and schedule the, um, the installation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, you know, the other thing, you know, I had somebody that uh, called and you know, looking for my advice on, on tires, and they had done all their research, and they picked out a good tire on Tire Rack. Um, we have other wholesale uh, accounts available to us, and so I was able to, you know, I don't like to get into the meter beat, you know, pricing game. That's yeah. really not what we're about. It, you know, this the, the convenience, and we certainly offer value and, and certainly the simplicity, but there are times when, hey, if I shop around a little bit, I can save somebody a few dollars, and, and, and if I can, obviously I will, and if I can't, I say, just order them through Tire Rack and and we'll yep. do it that way. So again, whatever's easier and, and makes the most sense to the customer is the the, the route that we we would suggest. And you know, some of the things you can do. I was looking on the website, flat tire repair, wheel balance, um, air pressure check. It is in these days, it is easier to buy a hot dog at a gas station than it is to get your air, the air in your tires checked. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. So, you know, um, we, we'll do a, a, you know, I'll call it a, a, an overall tire check. And I should bring up, we've got a, uh, you know, some of the technology that we have on our, our vans. I, you know, I take it for granted now, but, uh, you know, I've got a, a it's a tool. It's called the Groove Glove. It, I didn't name that. It sounds like a 1970s uh, name, but it's a, uh, it's made by a company called Tire Profile. I think Jimmy Carter used to play in that band, actually. So, <laughs> yeah. but it's, uh, it's a handheld laser device. So if I show up at your house and you just say, hey, Jay, could you swing by? I don't know if my tires are any good. I don't know what my tire pressures are. Uh, you know, would you take, come take a look? And absolutely, we'll, we'll stop by. We'll, we'll check your tire pressures to make sure that they're set properly. I'll scan all four of your tires with this laser device. It gives a 3D cross-section of your tires. So no more of the, you know, the Lincoln's hat or his hair or his ears showing on the side. You know, it's, it's a it's a 3D scan down to the. I think it's seconds. actually Washington. I think it's Washington. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, um, you know why again. you know why they went from a penny to a quarter, right? To measure tread depth, right? Inflation. So, inflation. That's the best I got. That's all I got. Uh, that's it. <laughs> so anyway, we'll um, you know, again, we'll use that device to to give somebody a a, a report, and, and you know, it's. It, it takes the uh, the subjectivity out of it and becomes a more objective data point uh, for people to take a look at. And they'll yep. know, like, hey, my tires are at 6.30 seconds and the left front is at 5.30 seconds. And this thing actually will give us in real time a report. Uh, it, it'll, wow. it, it will determine if the t- car needs a tire rotation. Does it need a, maybe you need an alignment? It can it determine if there's a balancing issue. And, again, it's, it's not uh, subjective. It's not just, you know. Jay, the tire guy, telling you you need new tires. It's, yep. it's a little bit of data so that both of us can make a good decision. Um, and, you know, the, the other thing we'll do with that, you know, when we talk about 
just swinging by and checking your tires. We, we have fleet clients that will call us and say, you've got, uh, you know, you get a, a, a flooring cl- company and you've got six vans. And it's hard mm-hmm. to keep track of which one you did an oil change or which mm-hmm. one you fixed last time. So we'll come by once a month. We'll scan all your tires. We'll establish a baseline. You know, unit one needs left front tire. We'll go ahead and order it and take care of that for you. Unit two looks great, but the second time we're there, we know that, you know, it's used up a 30 seconds of tire. So we can predict for the owner when he might need a set of tires for that van and they can budget for it instead of, uh, darn, you know, I, I need tires again. So. Yeah, that's part of the service that we offer as well. So independent. So it's so if it's you're just coming to my house, you can do that. But if I owned a fleet of uh, delivery cars for a flower shop or or something like that, you could do that. And 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 I'm sure that maybe also with. Uh, the gig economy, so many people using their cars to either deliver food, pick people up and drop them off and all that kind of stuff. Um, time is money in this case and, you know, while that car is sitting still you could get to them and arrange an appointment, get there, check their tires and replace anything that needs to be replaced. Absolutely. I, I actually, uh, um, I, I know this sounds like ambulance chasing, but I was going down Route 24 uh, Tuesday, and uh, there was a, a truck and trailer ahead of me, and his trailer, the left rear tire, was dangerously low on air. And, uh, you know, this isn't, you know, but I, I pulled up alongside, got his phone number off the truck and called him and said, just, hey, pull over at the rest stop on 24. I'll put that air in your tire. And I, I did, and we talked for a little bit. And he's a roofing contractor, and so next week um, we're going to put tires on his pickup truck, which were bald. I didn't realize that, but yeah. I, you know, I aired up his uh, trailer tires for him. But to your point, so next week he's going to do a job in Bridgewater, and I'll stop by and put four tires on his on his F three fifty while he's doing the roof. There you go. Before we let you go, tell us where you, uh, you've you've all of a sudden you've you've been out to uh, Worcester and down to Bridgewater. Uh, where's your kind of territory? So I, I live and work out of Norwood, Mass. Uh, you know, the, my you know my ideal customer. Uh, has is within ten miles of my house. Uh, yep. But that being said, you know, it, it basically any side of inside of Route 495 is easy to get to okay. for me. And and you know, and today today with no traffic, uh, it's very easy to get to. And how do people get a hold of you? What's the uh, what's the email? What's the website? What's the phone number? Thank you. It's uh, www.treadconnection.com. Um, all one word, obviously. My phone number is seven eight one. Five seven one three zero six five, and you know my contact information is obviously at that web website. Yep. But it is uh, my first initial J and my last name Condrick J Condrick at treadconnection dot com. And your Facebook page, should people want to be yeah. amused and entertained? <laughs> yes, uh, we have Facebook. We have a you know uh, I have uh, one of my kids runs my Instagram page. I, I'm I'm the one behind the Facebook. I'll take all the blame for that. Uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, Tread Connection Norwood. Yep. Uh, we have there's 30 locations across the United States. The uh, it's the the largest and fastest growing mobile company in the in the industry. So uh, anywhere in the country, somebody will be able to find a Tread Connection. And 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 I like the idea you specialize in just tires and not the idea that oh well I can do an oil change while I'm here or I can do that no because you you have your specialty and that's what you that's what your you and your company are good at so just stick with that makes sense thank you yeah hey Jay thanks for uh, thanks for uh, 
uh, spend a little time with us, and it's uh, treadconnection.com, not Thread Connection, uh, which is Correct. which is the secondary, which might be the secondary business someday. But it's treadconnection.com. <laughs> that's how that's how you find it. That's how you find the information. And uh, when you when you go on the website, it uh, I just did that, and it thinks I live across the street from where I do, but still pretty smart website that it found me right away. So, um, and it looks like if I needed tire service, you would come to my house. So, good for that. I absolutely. Hey, Jay, uh, thanks for taking some time out of your Saturday and joining us on the Car Doctor program. All right, John, and I, I look forward to the call in July when you're ready to swap off your snow tires. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll be, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, because it was snow it was snowing here today, so not much, but it was snowing away. <laughs> I know. Just enough to re- just enough to remind you we live in New England. So, hey, hey Jay, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll talk soon. Take care. All right. That was Jay Conrick. Tread Connection, T R E A D uh, dot com is how you find him. So treadconnection.com, dot com, uh, mobile tire service company. Uh, kind of in this time, you know, when you want to spend. Maybe less time in other people's businesses. Have the business come to you. And it's pretty contactless at that point. Sounds like a really good idea. His phone number is 781-571-3065. We'll be right back. It's Erica and Donnie in the morning, and it's a special weekend this weekend, Erica. It's Mother's Day, and happy Mother's Day to you and all the moms out there. We want our listeners to know that they are appreciated, and get out, enjoy yourself, whether it be in your home, in your backyard, or you're doing a social distance or a drive-by with your mothers. We appreciate you listening and keeping it locked here on 104.9. And come and hang out with us Monday morning at 6 and have a laugh. Erica and Donnie in the morning on North Shore 104.9. Hey, neighbor, we all need a reason to smile these days. So Noonan's Florist and Garden Center in Georgetown will be delivering smiles for free. Each week, they'll bring three fresh bouquets to lucky neighbors you nominate at Noonan's.com. And you need a smile, too. Noonan's Outdoor Shopping allows you to stock up on all your garden needs or call ahead for curbside pickup or delivery. Don't forget Mother's Day. Surprise mom with a gorgeous bouquet or hanging plant. Go to Noonan's.com for more details and Smile, neighbor. All roadside assistance is not created equal. A car can break down anytime and anywhere. Join AAA, the roadside provider that puts you first. AAA covers you in any car you're driving or riding in. Our trained technicians arrive fast and usually fix the problems on the spot. Trust your safety to the most recommended roadside provider in the U.S. Join AAA today at aaa.com slash join. That's aaa.com slash join. Join us this Sunday at 7 a.m. for Dirty Work Hard Pay on the Shot to talk about all your home projects. Dirty Work this Sunday at 7 on North Shore 104.9. Beth Israel Leahy Health extends our deepest gratitude to all healthcare workers across Massachusetts. Thank you for your unwavering commitment to keeping our communities healthy. And join us each day at noon for the playing of our national anthem. And welcome back. How you can tell that Jim Carter's a professional DJ the way he pulled Mustang Sally out like that. Huh, look at that. Pretty clever of him. Well, 
With us on the phone is automotive historian Ted Ryan from Ford Motor Company. And, uh, you know, Ford, um, I think it was way back in 1962, maybe drew the first rendition of the Ford Mustang. And uh, uh, many, many years later, uh, Ford has uh, still continued continued on with the Mustang in uh, a bunch of uh, various versions and I think it you know when you think about iconic cars the Mustang is certainly one of those Ted good morning and welcome to the, the car doctor program I think the last time we talked we were talking about Lincoln Continental <laughs> thank you for having me on and yes we were it was the 80th anniversary of the Lincoln now uh, then and now it's uh Mustangs in the movie. I have a passion for Mustangs. I have one in my driveway, and uh, my dad lived in the same house, and he had a 1965 Mustang parked in the same driveway uh, uh, 50-odd years ago. So uh, the Mustangs no, I, and Lions go together. There you go. I was, I was, up, I was up at an event. Uh, it was actually an event that AAA and Ford did together, and I met a guy who worked for Ford that apparently owns one Mustang of every year built or some crazy thing like that and uh um he had to go buy a warehouse or something to store his mustangs in it gets in your blood i i i'm not that bad but i, I would be if i had a, a spare warehouse lying around <laughs> um yeah i guess he uh and and i guess they they're maybe not all pristine but they're they certainly are they certainly he has certainly has a bunch of them so uh and uh you know people uh, i think he actually worked for uh ford parts and service or something but uh i don't remember his name but just the idea he had that many mustangs uh plenty of time to you know uh, plenty of work to keep everything clean i guess so when we talk about uh mustangs mustangs have been in movies a lot and i did a little thing on facebook earlier today and you know when i think of ford mustang the first thing i think of is the movie bullet i i don't know that you know i think that was the one that probably for me um I looked at that, looked at that movie, looked at that car, and said, "That's a cool car." Yeah, for me, it was Diamonds Are Forever with a Mach One Mustang. But uh, Mustangs have been in over six thousand nine hundred movies uh, or television shows. So it's, and you know, if you think about it, movies and advertising are holding up a mirror to society. So whatever you see in society going around you is typically reflected back in the movies. Uh, just as Bullet was and just as Diamonds Are Forever. And our team pulled together a list of 25 Mustang movies, or movies with Mustangs, mm -hmm. uh, the, the Mustang team, and we shared them internally, and we did a poll, one of those doodle polls, and it was mm -hmm. uh, st some stupid ones like The Princess Diaries and Bullet yep. and Diamonds Are Forever, and we voted on our top ten movie Mustangs of all time. It was a pretty interesting list that, that skewed more towards action, but uh, interesting nonetheless. Well, I will. I and uh, Rhonda Bluso, who who is for one of Ford's PR people that works out here on the East Coast. I told her there's a little bit of um, uh, New England Motor Press connection with one of the movies, the Gone in sixty seconds, the remake. Uh, there's a scene in that movie where the car thieves are kind of running around radioing each other talking about their favorite car scenes and that was actually me and a couple other people uh over um over dinner in uh in boston where we were talking about our favorite chase scenes and that 
conversation got worked into the movie somehow. So uh, because we were sitting, we were sitting with the uh, with the writer director for that movie. So um, and and I believe one of the guys uh, coined the the uh, the GT five hundred as the unicorn. So uh-huh. that kind of stuck in the movie. So um, uh, one of those little things. And and the other one, the other one that was. Um, the Will Smith movie I Am Legend. Um, the Shelby Mustang got a lot of a uh, lot of play in that movie as well. It does, and uh, Will Smith, if he was driving that thing, he looked like he knew exactly what he was doing, putting it through its paces. Uh, it's always interesting to see how a movie, how, how the the cars are driven in movies like that, and uh, way above my skill set. Uh, <laughs> and I loved the the, G, the '67 GT. Uh, 500 from the original Gone in 60 Seconds. That's a classic car and a classic movie as well. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and then you sort of look at, you know, so, some of them. And, uh, it seems, it seems as if, um, any of the enhanced Mustangs do pretty well, like even War of the Worlds, the 66 Shelby GT350H, which, um, which is kind of a unique Shelby because that was one that was, um, that was a, that was a rental. That was a Hertz car. That's right. Well, you you got your car stuff down. Yeah, that that Hertz rental was a, a unique partnership between Hertz, Ford, and Shelby. But the uh, the the car handles up just fine, uh, despite uh, the world caving in around it. Uh, yeah. it just, I, I I love the movies. I love the cars, and I, I get to the point now. My wife hates it. I'll, if I see a Mustang or another Ford product in a in a movie, I'll pause it, take a picture of it real quick, and, and add it to my database of of uh, cars in the movies. Is there is there any that you know you you look you looked at the movies and you looked at the cars and they were portrayed maybe incorrectly somehow? I know that uh, there was a the fellow who used to listen to the radio program had something to do with the uh, uh, Boston Film Bureau and he said um, in the movie Christine. What they were saying for the year of the vehicle was not absolutely correct because um, Steven Spielberg wanted to say what year it was, but he liked the different year better. So there was a little bit of hanky panky in there. Do you ever do you ever catch any of that where they say, "Oh yeah, that's the you know make sure you grab the '69 Mustang and it's really a '70 or anything like that." All the time. I can't give you specific examples like that, but, but people fudge in, on model years and on makes and on descriptions all the time. And, uh, but it, you know, it's Hollywood. Uh, just go back yeah. to Ford versus Ferrari. That was a Hollywood treatment of a historical fact. And, uh, uh, the movie was good. Uh, don't get me wrong, but, uh, it was, it was a Hollywood treatment of a historical event. It, uh, they, they played fast and loose with some of the facts on that. Although we, well, in the end, we came in first, second, and third, and that's all that matters. You came, you came in, yeah, you came in first, second, and third. And like you pointed out, even though there was a little bit of, uh, Hollywood magic that was in there and a little bit of, uh, Hollywood latitude that took place, it really was also a good movie at the end of the day, so. It was, and it was an action driving film. If any of your, your listeners are fans of cars and movies, there's a great website, the Internet Movie Car Database. And you can search by manufacturer, you can search by make, you can search by model. And then when you bring up, like, I've got Mustang up right now, 6,900 of them. And then you can uh, sort them by importance or role to the movie. And uh, a car nuts, I, I've got to admit, I've spent many a conference call cruising to the site, halfway <laughs> listening to uh, what was going on around me. Yeah, um, I maybe have been guilty of uh, of uh, 
multitasking. We'll just call it that, right? Right. Yeah. But, but it does go back to the importance of the Mustang as an icon and culture and the fact. And to me, as a historian looking at it, you, when you see a Mustang pull up in, in a film, 1969 GT, you know, whatever, it's talking, it, it, it's putting the Mustang in the appropriate place in culture and society and in the movie itself. And it's adding, it's giving the equity of the Mustang to the movie. And that's what's important to me. Yeah, and I have i haven't seen it done, and I'm sure it probably is somewhere, but I love the idea of when cars are used as, you know, sort of the, you know, sort of the star of the movie a little bit, but without being sort of in your face over advertising, um, you know, I, I saw a movie one day and it was, uh, I think they were, uh, the, the, the person in the movie was driving, I don't know, a Range Rover or something, and, and the woman in the movie said, oh, don't take that thing through the woods. Take my Honda. It'll be a lot better. You won't get stuck. Um, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, well, Honda just paid for a piece of that. Um, yeah. And 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 I, I think it was in the TV series uh, um, 24 where they said, take the F-150, which I thought was a little, maybe a little bit too blatant, but I like the idea when you just see the car and you get to enjoy the car and, you know, the car really becomes a, a focal point of the movie, which which makes it interesting. And, and like you said, Mustang is so iconic. Um, as a, well, let's back up a little bit. What, do, what does an automotive historian do? Well, I'm actually more precisely the archivist and brand historian for Ford Motor Company. So I maintain an archives. You would love it if you ever got in there. Uh, more than a million and a half photos. In fact, the, the photos you may have seen of the clays of the proposed Mustangs going around the Internet the other day, I posted those out. We've got more than a million and a half photos, uh, tens of thousands of documents, collections. Uh, I've got the blue sheet. All, all four letters that were VP or higher were printed on blue paper to to catch your attention, I've got the one signed by Leah Iacocca, uh, sent to Henry Ford II, launching the T5 program. T5 is what the Mustang program was codenamed. So I maintain the archives, and we use it for internally for our marketers, our PR people, uh, our lawyers. And, you know, anybody who needs access to Ford Heritage, uh, we have it in our archives, and, and we share it uh, with our employees first, and, and then uh, as needed with, with outside researchers and, and gentlemen like you. And uh, I know it's probably like trying to pick a favorite child, but is there is there a favorite Ford product that you just, you know, it's it's the one that, like you said, you have a Mustang in your driveway, but is there a favorite Ford product, uh, Ford, Lincoln, or Mercury that you kind of go, you know, I really, really like those cars? I, I tend towards the icons. If you, you know, the Mustang, obviously, the Bronco, mm -hmm. And we've got some amazing materials on the history of the Bronco, uh, forthcoming soon. Uh, the F-150 and within the Lincoln family, the Continental is amazing. My dad owns a 1940 uh, Continental Cabriolet and a 1956 uh, Continental Mark II. So I, I, I've got a secret uh, spot in my heart for the Continental. Uh, but Mustang, the first and last Mustang, I, I'm a Mustang guy. When I, I when I get when I'm when I'm done with this one, I'll trade it in for another one. Yeah, and uh, you know the the uh, the Lincoln Mark II is going to be one of the prettiest cars that was ever made. Amen, amen. It's it's such a beautiful car, and the stories around it. And as a as a historian, as the the brand historian, you don't have to say Lincoln Continental. You just say Continental, and you know what it is. 
Right. And part of that's because of the design beauty of the Mark II, the design beauty of the 61 with the coach doors, the so-called suicide doors. The, mm-hmm. the Mustang stands apart because of its design. Usually things that last, things that endure, brands that endure like that, have an underlying ethos or beauty to them. In the case of the F-150, it's not the look. It's the power. It's the, the fact that we know our customers. It's the, you know, when we produce trucks that they want. So each one of those brands, the Bronco with its off-road ability, you know, they had something that, that made them stand apart, and that's what stands the test of time. Yeah, I, I and I don't know who it was, and it was a, it was a, not a car designer who said there is a real difference between fashion and design, and you know, fashion tends to be current and maybe short-lived, and design uh, can stand for you know a test of time, and and I think you know certainly not you know not to hurt your feelings, but not every Mustang model maybe can stand the test of time, but certainly an awful lot of them do. I, I, we won't get into the whole uh, Mustang 2 <laughs> Fox body. <laughs> but but one other thing on design, too, Frank Lloyd Wright, the famous uh, architect, once described the Lincoln Continental as the most beautiful car ever designed and bought two of them. So that just goes to what you said. You can tell when a car is the right car, and that goes just beyond Ford, any car. When you see it, you know it, and it, and it mm-hmm. speaks to you. And that's the beauty of cars. There aren't too many products that do that. Maybe watches, you know, what what else hits uh, humans on an emotional level where it's inst- love at first sight or hate at first sight? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and when, every, you know, sometimes you, and I'm sure you hear it the same way that, you know, the future is going to be people aren't going to own cars and it's going to be car ride sharing and ride hailing. And, um, and I just, in my heart, I just don't believe it because of just what you were talking about. And the other part is, you know, people, People name their cars. You know, nobody nobody names their refrigerator. You know, and people people are in love with their cars. And even though they may buy them and sell them and trade them and and move on and kind of you know send them down the road at some point, uh, people still people still love love their cars. And I'm I'm not sure that you know the future is going to be a place where you press a button in a in a uh, you know a bubble car shows up at your house and you drive away there will always be cars there, there there's a fundamental need for them and, and the, the love affair like you described and i, I see it with the bronco program because i've worked on uh, with the bronco team for the past two years and whenever i tell you know i meet somebody and they hear what my job is and that, that i've worked with Bron- oh my favorite car is my bronco you know xyz and, and I, I get the whole history of that particular car because people have a passion for it uh it, it, it's it's good for me because it's job security. Uh, you know, yep. I get to continue to tell these stories about these amazing vehicles and uh, uh, and and the purpose behind them. I didn't ask a bullet. What was your second favorite movie out of out of the list that we shared? When you think movies and Mustang, what else jumps to mind? Uh, when I think of movies and Mustangs, I will admit that I really like the way that uh, that um, in the John Wick movie. They abuse that Mustang. <laughs> and the I only guess one on the because, list I haven't seen. I've got to see that one. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it was, it was awful, the things they did to that car. But, um, and again, that was, that was one of those movies where I think it was driven a lot. You know, it was sort of like, it was sort of like, uh, you know, in Bullet, um, you know, like their car was driven a lot. Now again, there was some, you know, a lot of movie magic in there where the car 
you know the the uh, the chase car uh, you know got got crinkled up in one scene and it wasn't in the other scene, but well, that's Hollywood. So it's 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 magic, and that uh, you you add Hollywood magic and automobile magic together in a car like the Mustang, and you get some classics. I'm going to have to watch that John Wick one. That's the only one on the list that I had not seen. And if you had seen the original list of 25, you would have chuckled because some of them were just totally stupid. You had Bean, you had uh, 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 Prentice Diaries, some some unexpected oh, yeah. ones. But yeah. but the team, <laughs> everybody voted towards the action movies. Yeah, well, um, I can I can understand that. So so it it is um, you know it is the anniversary. Uh, I guess we just passed the anniversary of the Ford Mustang. But again, iconic iconic car. Uh, I have had the pleasure of owning one when I was uh, I guess a late teenager, and uh, I I really enjoyed my time with that car. In fact, I, I was reminiscing about it with just someone the other day. It was a '66 Mustang convertible, and um it was uh you know it was it was uh at the time it was the right car for me and it wasn't it wasn't a lot of money because i was a kid and in high school so um you know it was a used car pretty used car when i bought it but but anyway it was i always have a soft spot and i think a lot of people do if they've owned a mustang ridden in a mustang it's one of those things that that you do and you know you talked about you know some of the things that tests that that people fall in love with and stand the test of time as you as you said that i was thinking what else is there and i thought probably guitars um yeah one of my one of my co-workers she's amazingly talented she's uh she's she's the admin in our department but she's also a fabulous artist and musician and she has uh she has uh, some guitars and she names them and falls in love with them, and I think that's another one of those things that uh, you know kind of falls into that same category because it is design. It is about it is about the shape and the style and what it sounds like. And same thing with the car; it's the shape, the style, and what it sounds like. I like your you name it categorization. I'm I'm going to start using it because when I talk to the the product teams, I always use design. I always use my, uh, as something that you fall in love with that. Uh, but naming it is going to be one of my new criteria. I, I like that idea, that concept. There you go. Hey, Ted, thanks for taking a little time out of your Saturday morning. If people want to find more information about, um, you know, some of the history about Ford Motor Company, is that on the Ford website? It is. It's on. It's an odd website. It's uh, corporate.ford.com, and there is a heritage page there, and we populate it with a new story every two or three weeks. In fact, I... Uh, one of the new ones that just went up was on Victory Gardens. It's not all cars. Uh, yep. During World War II, uh, Ford built uh, Victory Gardens. So corporate.ford.com, and there's a heritage section with a nice timeline and some, some great photos in there. And fortunately, this is radio, so I can't ask you, what's the new Bronco look like? So, so all, it all works out good in the end. So, Hey, Ted, thanks for taking some time out of your Saturday and uh, join us here in Massachusetts. Thank you so much for having me on all right. today. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. We need to take another break. My name's John Paul. This is the Car Doctor program. You're listening on North Shore 1049. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about the car that I drove around a little bit, and that is the Nissan Leaf. That's right. All electric. Nissan Leaf. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Frank of Boston Fence and Vinyl and Historic Beverly. Let us show you how the right fence can enhance the beauty and define the lines of your piece of the American dream, your home. And remember, one if by land, two if by sea. Paul Revere's on our logo and the estimate's free. 
Call the original Boston Fence and Vinyl for an appointment today. 1-800-585-7753. That's the original Boston Fence and Vinyl. My name's Kevin Michaud. I'm a dad and I'm a husband. We at Michaud Mitsubishi have taken extreme measures to clean our showrooms, to practice social distancing, and I just wanted to reach out and put some of you folks at ease. I brainstormed with a lot of local business owners, and we realized that there's a necessity to stay open. We know that a lot of folks are still working, and they need to get to where they're going to work. If you need your car service, and we don't just service Mitsubishi, we service everything, we are open. And right now, we have just done employee pricing. What an employee pays for service is what you will pay. We have also done that with employee purchasing. My son here, Zachary, is with me. That's right, Dad. We've been here for you at Michaud Mitsubishi, and we'll continue to be here for you. Interest rates right now are at the lowest I've ever seen them. Certain banks are deferring payments up to 120 days. With that being said, we're here for you if you need a newer used vehicle. Simply go on our website, michaudauto.com. Or check our Facebook page for the latest news. This is Kevin Michaud from Michaud Mitsubishi in Danvers. And from my family to yours, stay safe. And we'll get through this together. People who maybe just started listening to the program, they're like, yeah, John Paul, what's he, own a garage? No, no, I work for the AAA Auto Club. I've worked there for 35 years. And, you know, my my thought to people, trust AAA to put you first and get you back on the road with 24 hour, seven day a week road service coverage. Uh, we're there, we're there, our call receivers are working. Most of them are working from home right now, but our fleet drivers are working out there, out on the road, uh, just trying to help people all they can. New members can join right now with two drivers for as low as $44. Visit AAA.com slash join. Hi, I'm Nick Geva from Teresa's Hospitality Group, wishing everyone good health. Teresa's Italian Eatery is now open in Middleton for takeout and delivery every day from 3 to 8 p.m. Let us do the cooking. Enjoy our great Italian dishes, specialties, and pizza. We also have our family-sized trays and complete family dinners. All with easy call-ahead curbside pickup, or you may order online at DoorDash or Uber Eats for delivery. Call us at 978-646-1111 or visit us on the web, com. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Eisenthal with you on this Saturday. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore in the Merrimack Valley. Variable clouds today, windy, cold, maybe a flurry or a snow squall. Temps in low 40s. The wind will make it feel like it's in the 20s. Partly cloudy, windy and cold overnight. Those about freezing. Tomorrow, sun clouds, windy, cool. It'll be in the 50s. Cloudy on Monday. Some showers moving in. Maybe a thunderstorm. It's close to 60. Forecast being brought to you by good friends at the Berry Tavern located on High Street in Danvers. The Berry Tavern offers curbside pickup, takeout, and delivery through local delivery companies. They offer North End Italian specialties like Parpadelli Bolognese, Phil Parmigiana Chicken, Bevanotto with homemade pasta and sauces, as well as brick oven pizza. They also serve salads, soups, sandwiches, steak tips, burgers, fries, along with beer and wine. So call 978-777-2377 for local North Shore. 1049. I'm Mark Rosenthal. Baby, you can drive my car. Yes, I'm gonna be a star. Baby, you can drive my car. And maybe I love you. And 
and welcome back to the Car Doctor program on North Shore 104.9. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor here to help you with your car problems. Our phone lines are open at 800-370-1049. Uh, if you would like to join us, uh, Jimmy's just hanging out in the studio, just waiting to answer phone calls. Pretty sure. Let's talk to Peter in Salem. Haven't talked to Peter in a long time. Good morning, Hello, Peter. Hello. Hello. Good morning. How are, How are you? I'm good. All right. <laughs> I just... Uh, had to uh, call and uh, comment on the Mustang history. That was uh, a wonderful segment, John. Yeah. Well, and uh, and and uh, one of our regular listeners, Paul, uh, he uh, said, uh, "Well, you forgot about Spencer for Hire that was filmed in Boston." Oh yeah, at, at the I, Maritime I, site where I worked. Uh, they yeah, did an adventure was... out of the West India Goods Store. Yeah, I, and I remember any time I went to Boston, we're filming it. It became more of a challenge driving around Boston those days. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think the traffic jam when they were in Salem was from uh, Salem all the way to Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have yeah. to uh, mention, of course, you know, design and iconic design after the Etzel and uh, the Mustang um, was truly the uh, saving grace for Ford Motor Company. Yeah. Um, no longer trying to uh, mimic General Motors and Chrysler. And uh, the 64 Mustang, when it was debuted at World's Fair, uh, was an instant sensation. Yeah. And then that led to, um, well, a little before that, they, they came up with total performance in 61. And then you mentioned uh, Ford and Ferrari. That that was kind of the yep. spinoff. So. Hmm. The Mustang and and that whole era um, after the Etzel was uh, that was key to Ford survival, you know. And uh, yeah, Iacocca was brilliant and and moving it forward because Henry the Second, anyone that came up with a new idea would say, "You're not one of the E guys, are you?" <laughs> Meaning hmm. the Etzel. Yep. So, so it was well, a big you, big now. Now, if you squint, if you squint a little bit. Do you see a little uh, Continental Mark II in an Edsel? Little Continental Mark II. Yeah, if you look at the, if you look well, at the, the yeah, a little um, bit. I you, see, I see a little bit in the fender line. I don't know. I'm just maybe that's just me. Yeah, that and uh, you know the Continental Mark II was trying to uh, modernize and redesign the original Continental, and mm. the Edsel was trying to in a way, um, mimic the cars of the 30s, the, uh, the mm. vertical grille, um, yep. that classic look. Uh, of course, the problem with the Etzel was they opened up that grill and they took away the beauty of it and it made it look like a toilet seat. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was supposed to be like a horse uh, thing. Yeah, it can be a horse thing yeah. too, John. But yeah. <laughs> some people said said even worse things about it. <laughs> what, am I, what about that? What's the thing that goes around a horse's neck? What's that called? The horse collar. Horse collar. Horse okay, yeah. we'll call it. Uh, no, but yeah. the Etzel, it was called yeah. the impact ring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that doesn't say a lot for the brakes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had a Bendix Tretovac trying to stop what. Forty-two hundred pounds of weight. Yeah, that yeah, must have been, uh, yeah. been now, now, do you, as a as a as a Ford guy and an Edsel guy, do you have do you have a favorite Mustang? Do you have a favorite year? Yeah, um, I had a seventy. Uh, yeah, presidential blue, blue interior, and a white top. I always thought that was a, a pretty pretty car. Yeah, I like the sixty-nine and the seventy, and 
Every time you see a uh, you know picture of a sixty four and a half, sixty five, it still stands up. I mean, it's, it, it, uh, it does. And it, yeah, and I think you know you you look at people with way too much money, and you know they can have they can have any car in the world they want. You know, Bugattis and anything else to drive. And sometimes you see them. You know, you see you know, you see you know the people in California, and they're driving a sixty five or sixty six Mustang convertible. And yeah. because, you know, they probably put $100,000 into it, but it it's a car that you look at it and you go, you know, you're right, that car still holds up. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. And, uh, yep. and and taking, you know, taking it from a Falcon, which was, you know, as blasé as you could get, and to make hey, that hey, out. Hey, 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 my wife had a 65 Falcon, come <laughs> on. Well, a 65 was a little better than the first rendition, but yeah. Yeah. They, they, they were not, uh, you know, pretty. <laughs> Like the Mustang, I mean. Uh, yeah. And the thing, no, you know, for $3,500, you could get one with a uh, 429 engine in it. I know. I know. <laughs> That's a little scary, John. <laughs> it, it, it was. And, uh, uh, but, it, you know, it was, like you said, it was, you know, the Mustang. The Mustang just brought a ton of attention back to Ford again oh, when they absolutely. needed it. So Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They, they absolutely lost the sense. loser image to become the uh, the winner. Um, yep, and, yep. And Henry knew how to, uh, you know, work Lee, and Lee knew how to work Henry, and they, they really created something, you know. Yeah, they really did. Hey, Peter, yeah. always a pleasure. All right, John. Thank you. All right. Stay healthy and all the best you to your well. family. Yeah, you too, Peter. Thank you. And tell all your friends, keep listening. We need to take another break. My name's John Paul. We will be back. Actually, we'll be back with the high school students from Michigan and California that took the top spot in the FCA Design for Drive for Design competition, and we'll get that car review into. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Frank of Boston Fence and Vinyl in Historic Beverly. Let us show you how the right fence can enhance the beauty and define the lines of your piece the American dream, your home. And remember, one if by land, two if by sea. Paul Revere's on our logo and the estimate's free. Call the original Boston Fence and Vinyl for an appointment today. 1-800-585-7753. That's the original Boston Fence and Vinyl. <laughs> Cocktail time. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, behave. I know we're all losing our minds, so now's the time to grab a bottle of Nautical American Gin. Make yourself a naughty lemonade, maybe a naughty mule. Sit back, relax, and be gin. Get it? Be gin. Small B, small E, capital G, capital I, capital N. Anyway, Hey folks, Nautical American Gin, check it out. Go into your local liquor store, ask for it by name, say, I want to get naughty with Nautical. It's got the blue-green bottle with the flat back. Please discover responsible, and let's be gin. All roadside assistance is not created equal. A car can break down anytime and anywhere. Join AAA, the roadside provider that puts you first. AAA covers you in any car you're driving or riding in. Our trained technicians arrive fast and usually fix the problems on the spot. Trust your safety to the most recommended roadside provider in the U.S. Join AAA today at aaa.com slash join. That's aaa.com slash join. I'm Joanne McInnes. And I'm Scott Muir from Aberdeen Home Care. Sharing vital information for the elders in your life. Make us a part of your Sunday morning at 730 for Caring Voice. Little GTO, you're really looking fine. Three deuces and a four speed, and a 389. 
Yeah. Welcome back. Well, here's something that doesn't have three deuces and a four-speed. It has no deuces. It has no four-speed. It has batteries, and that's the Nissan Leaf. It's a fully electric car with uh, two different battery options. For 2020, five models are available with the Leaf, the 40-kilowatt S and SV. Uh, the 40-kilowatt gives a Leaf a range of about 150 miles. It produces 147 horsepower. And the one that I drove, the 62-kilowatt, that's the hot rod version, not really hot rod, but it has a range of 226 miles and produces 214 foot-pounds of torque. Um it's a longer range. It's a car you could drive every day. I mean, the first thing you notice about driving this electric car is it drives like any other car. You know, compared with a gasoline engine, yeah, the horsepower may sound low, but the torque is instantaneous. The electric motor delivers 250 foot-pounds of torque, zips away from traffic, accelerating onto the highway. Um, it feels like any other good-performing car. The larger, more powerful battery is about the same size as the uh, standard Leaf, so interior room isn't compromised. It actually feels a little bit better, too. The a little extra weight, I think, uh, improves the ride and handling. Uh, you can charge it with a household plug, a level 2 plug that you see at most charging stations, and the quick charge level 3 plug. I charged it once at a level 2 charging station just for about 45 minutes. It brought it up uh, a little bit, but most of the time I would bring it home at night. And Now, I'm not driving as much as I used to because of the self-quarantining and all, but I'd plug it into a 110-volt outlet. It would top it off overnight. I'd have the full range the next day. Uh, but, yeah, if you went to a high-speed charging station, a level 3 station that you find at some malls, you charge up the car in about the time it has to take lunch or most of the car. Um has all the latest Nissan technology, ProPilot Assist, which is almost self-driving, not quite, but it has all the controls, uh, and everything feels feels pretty good. Uh, the shifter's a little bit weird because it's not a conventional shifter, but um, the controls are kind of modern but familiar. They're easy to master. The front seats are comfortable. The cabin has a nice airy feel. Even the rear seating can accommodate two adults pretty comfortably. The trunk is a pretty good size, actually. It expands to about 30 cubic feet with the rear seat folded, so you can um, you know, you know, can put a fair amount of stuff in, more than you should probably carry around with you. Um, the Leaf is just a better car than the previous Leaf, and I know our friend uh, uh, Carol from Lynn has a, has a Leaf. Well, this is a better version of that Leaf. And uh, I know she really likes hers, and I like I like the Leaf when it first came out. I remember when it first came out, they said something about it could go 99 miles an hour and go 99 miles, just not both at the same time. So the longer the longer range Leaf should eliminate any range range anxiety for buyers uh, with electric cars. And if you like a car with almost no maintenance, never having to go to a gas station, Link's a good the Leaf's a good choice. So um, go check it out. If you if you're so inclined to look at something a little bit different, so who won uh, last week? We had Mark Trossel from uh, from FCA about the winners of the design competition. Uh, the winner came from a 12th grader in Santa Clara, California, Job Scandera. Second place, Vincent Piskowski from Birmingham, from Birmingham, Michigan, and in third place, Alex Kirschman. From Michigan. Hey, next week we're going to be talking to funny car driver Matt Hagen. Yeah, two-time funny car winner Matt Hagen. He's going to be on the show next weekend, so looking forward to that. Till next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, say happy Mother's Day to anybody who looks like, well, you know, say happy Mother's Day. And thanks to Jimmy Carter for doing a great job, and everybody wash their hands a lot. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.
Shore 104.9, WBOQ, Gloucester.